The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to the Shed as we continue our Dungeon World campaign set in the world of Alamand. The pirates are coming. The heroes are deputized. Only one side can win the conflict. Let's see how our party handles it. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, Google, plus Bing, regular Google, unregular Google, whatever Google you feel like using. And we are going to go around the table and say hi. We're going to start here with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. Everyone Google each other right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Whoa, don't (laughs) touch me there. I play Nestleus, the (laughs) warlock tiefling in this dungeon world adventure yes we made our own little race why not yep it fits into the elf for those who follow along with this little story that we have going this thing calamita here um playing jj playing jj and i just found lettuce on my character sheet nice thanks kurt did that get there (laughs) this is kurt it was the russian mustard the russian mustard (laughs) (laughs) nice i am playing truke he was a human monk in Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Now he is a human fighter with monk-like traits, who may have a little druid in him. Uh, oh, once in a while. Whoa! And I beg to differ with Hope Mickey's, consented char- to that. Mickey's characterization as this little story. This is an epic tale. Well, it's a little epic tale story. It hasn't quite with a little druid in him. <laughs> with a little druid in him. Still growing, but we've got high hopes. Yeah. Is he a grower, not a shower? He's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> and next that? is okay uh this is elena the human bard also who plays brit yeah okay no, no. <laughs> it's elena brit. exactly the time. <laughs> fantastic and i'm joe i am the game master for this dungeon world campaign set in the world of alamond we are continuing what had started with as a dungeons and dragons campaign and we are going to do a quick recap of our last session brought to you by none other than the lovely Kurt. This will be a very brief recap because our last session we talked about the conversion from D&D 5e to Dungeon World. We recapped how we transitioned our characters, talked about our new powers, and then we jumped right back into our adventure. After several months away, the characters had done different things, but most significantly, Truk had spent significant time with Drugnach, the great, known as Wild Walker, and had uh, earned his great new staff, which is in fact a branch of Frederica. Um, the band has been brought back together because an ominous message was brought to several of them by a little bird who said that perhaps Calamite had made, this isn't exactly the message, but the takeaway was that Calamite had made a deal with the (laughs) South Sea Pirates to augment his profit by defending the merchant from said South Sea Pirates, essentially playing both sides of the coin, both sides of the field, and now they are coming after him, and he cannot pay them off. We cannot buy them with coin. No, no. They want blood. There will be blood. And that's the conversation sitting around the conference room table in the, um, the charter house named... The, the Fires of Ascaroth. The Fires of Ascaroth. So now I have to write that, JJ, while you pick up the conversation with the rest of the characters about what Kurt was just talking about. So on the, the current uh, PowerPoint presentation, 
is the I had the uh, the leader of the South Seas Pirates, Jeff. And it's the fancy Jeff, G E O F F. Oh, Joff. It's just the fancy Jeff. And uh, he is quite skilled with the cutlass. Um, and on contrary to popularity, he does not have a peg leg or a parrot. And he is brutal. He never leaves survivors. We have next to no information because there's no, there's no one to tell us that. Um, and then his uh, right hand man is Fred. How do you how do you spell that? Fred. Uh, it's with two R's. Yeah. Fred. Fred. And he's basically he's a real pirate. He he is the the new wizard in training, as far uh, as we know. That's the weakness. Yeah. Ooh. Why is no one pointing out the fact that Calamte kept this secret from us for ages? I, I don't did. Know. I spent a very long time pointing out that it was his fault. Why are we even following along with this loser? How about because they're after us, too. Why don't we just sell him out? Ooh. You could try. Why don't we give him give the pirates what they want? I mean, how much do you want to buy for that? She's a bitter teenager. Why don't we just turn him in to the pirates and see what happens? See, this is where you're, this is where you're they wrong, because they also? want you as well. <laughs> you, if you remember correctly, on the ship... What did I, I do? I made sure the lives of the sailors, of the merchants, stayed alive. Whereas you guys, you shot a bow and arrow at them. You, you threw some Eldritch Blast and he went you up and You threw an invisible flying troop at them. <laughs> threw a monk so, at them. <laughs> let me point something out to you. There has been no hostility toward the pirates from me. This is all your fault. Yeah, he just happens to be the ringleader. Right. <laughs> This is all your fault. And now you're in it with me. Kicking his ass after this. Knee deep. This is what we call group cohesion. There is a legitimate question whether Calamite is a trustworthy party member going forward, but in the near term, threat is a threat. My motives have been clear this entire time. Let's also... No! No, they have not! Let's also keep in mind that he probably had the largest hand... Uh, as far as damage and healing and keeping Nessalus alive. I still don't like him. You don't have to like him. But it's considering that was the last time you guys were together, uh, realistically in character, that would probably still be on your mind. I mean, Nessalus is worth more to me alive than dead. And that's the other way to look at it. I was trying to be a little nicer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, monetarily. Still don't like him. Yeah. But I'll listen. So where are we going to find them? Um, what I, what I want to do is I want to take the fight to them. So they have to dock if they want to find us here in Wint. I mean, otherwise, I have some messengers, some scouts to the north and the east, up and down the coast, to see if they can watch or if there's a, um, a boarding party, you know, come on land there. That way we have a little advance notice of them coming in. And I want to set up an ambush. We, I have, I start passing out little, uh, sheriff stars. Oh, I've, yeah. I've managed yeah. to get you all deputized. So we are legally obligated now to defend this city from the intrusion of the pirates. Are you playing the guard on both sides as well? Are there some thieves that are actually going to come after us some other time? In the interest of full disclosure. (laughs) Full disclosure. (laughs) I've paid myself off to lie to you. Um, This is my plan. All right. So bear with me. What I want to do. Bear with you? Yes. Bear with me. How do you keep the bear docile? Is he in your pocket? 
Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Whoa. <laughs> go ahead. That sounds like a personal question. So what I want to do is I want to, I want to take, take the pirates, take that leader, and then subvert them and so that I can turn them into a merchant marine. That is the plan. And then we can sell their services to the city in order to protect them from pirates, from future pirates. So you want to take the pirates? I want you to take out their leadership. You want to make the pirates pirate hunters? Yes. Because who else? Who, who, who thinks like pirates? Who, who would be the most uh, efficient pirate hunter? Kind of turn them into the Coast Guard for, for Wint, if you will. So, <laughs> if, if you can, if you can, go out to the leadership. Oh. And this is why I'm giving you ducats on them. So, JJ, one thing I want to ask you to do is I want you to defy danger with intelligence based on something you've said already. And depending on the role, I will tell you what it meant. Okay. So I have a zero bonus to intelligence. Okay. And ha! Uh, that's a nine. All right. So what you hear um, as you are in this conversation, there's a lot of scuttlebutt out in the, the charter house itself. Um, and uh, you hear a couple of uh, people shouting. And over the, uh, the sounds of you guys talking, one of the shouts are, they've landed. They're almost here. Gear up. Game on. And I begin to don my armor. <laughs> oh, you're not no gonna wobbly go bits this time. No you're not going to go in naked? Well, he, he might be partially naked at the time. I don't wear underwear I'm under, under my armor. <laughs> so, so you've been getting this, this presentation, um, literally PowerPoint, because, well... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so here's the deal. You hear, um, and anybody who happens to peek out of the room sees that the charter house has now been vacated. There's actually uh, a lot of um, murmurs and stuff out on the street. And um, within moments of that first shout of the, the, they are here, there are people busting in the front door, uh, literally busting in and breaking the front door of the fires of Ascaranth charter house. All right. What are y'all doing? I'm going to make a mental note of that and fire the scouts. <laughs> that was your role, by the way. When you said you set the plan up, that was the role. And yep. the nine meant that they didn't warn you in enough time for you to get the, yeah. the drop on them. Not my problem that they failed. <laughs> exactly. I had to fix their fuck-ups. All right. So... Yeah, so what do you guys want to do? You are I want to now, roll initiative. You are, you are about, being, about to be beset upon, presumably, by a bunch of pirates. As the door was busted in, you hear the splinters hit the ground. Maybe a couple of screws bounce off the stone counter, and they're coming. All right. Um, I'm going to let Nestless know that uh, that room over there has murder holes. Okay. If you wish to fire from safety. If you wish to murder anyone and shove them in a hole. Is a murder hole archery slits the the small things where you have covered cover while you shoot through the small hole to hit somebody else murder slits murder so hole, essentially there's a there's a great hall yeah. so right? it's Mur- like a glory hole of killing yes pretty much a glory hole of killing I like yeah, that title. the difference is normally the bad guys don't run up to them yeah they try to avoid them it's a, it's really a different uh, paradigm if you will That's a good yeah. point. Oh. so they're they're less enthusiastic about approaching it. Yeah. 
So Truk would, if, if they're literally barging in the front doors and I'm sitting there, yeah. he's not going to be thinking about these glory holes and slits. He's just literally going to <laughs> react. Sorry. Yep, and go ahead, go ahead. he's going to charge the front door. Okay. And with his, he's going to have his left shoulder forward. So as you walk out of the conference room, you see that streaming into the front door is probably about 15 or 20 um, pirates, just like you saw on the ship, dressed in their red and orange garb, uh, wielding their weapons of doom, amongst them cutlasses and other uh, types of items. They usually uh, wear a buckler. They have the um, uh, half of them wear, uh, have eye patches, although most of them are flipped up because they're not really blind in one eye. Since this is a dungeon world, Truk is going to jump in the air and try to run around on their heads and punch them as he runs. Sounds like a hack and slash to me. Yes, it does. And let, let's just do a quick rule recap here on a hack and slash. Normally, you roll strength. <laughs> However, your signature weapon is your fists, and they are precise, which means you will be using dexterity. Correct. So you are rolling 2d6 plus... So I rolled 9 plus 2, 11. So just to yeah. clarify for the folks at home, I have jumped up, and I am running around on their heads and punching down as I go. See, I, I, see I more, can't get the image of Bugs Bunny out of my head. No, I, I see more Xena. Remember, there's a scene in Xena uh, where she does that. I don't remember, but I, I'll believe it. I'm I mean, thinking if it was cartoon. two of them, I was going to do a very graceful martial arts move, but if yeah. it's 15, we just got to go. Ah. All right, so here's the deal. 11. We are going to, you have an 11, so now you will deal your damage, and I'm going to let that damage happen to three of them. All right, so I'll, I'll pretty much split it up. So you, your, your damage die for the fighter is a? D10. There you go. And no modifiers. That is correct. Now, if you picked the um, piercing for the additional nice. uh, thing, you get plus two piercing, which means you'll, you'll get past two armor. Excellent. So I rolled a nine, and I okay. do have piercing, which is plus two. Okay, so I'm going to split it up to three each for three of them. So that move happens, and as that happens, their, their swords and their cutlasses are flying through the air, but Truk is able to avoid them deftly. Uh, he is out there now, and you hear the commotion. Anybody else going out into the uh, I foyer? I want to um, run out in there, Yeah. and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the uh, – there's a table – yeah. Going to attempt to shove it and uh, basically monkey ball at their feet. Okay, um, you are going to. I mean, that's still going to be a hack and slash then, especially because it's going to be strength based. So you're going to be, but your goal is really to knock them back. Exactly. Okay. Bowling for pirates. Bowling for pirates. Uh, that gives me a seven. All right, and a seven. You roll your damage. All right. So we will do that, and I will still pick the ones right up front because those will be the ones closest to the table. Um, you push the table forward, and as you push the table forward, it trips up Truk, and he falls to the ground. But you also knock out two of the pirates with the table and push the others back towards the door so they're coming in more slowly now. Um, can I take a minute and observe? What do I see? So I see Truk... There is what seems to be an endless stream of pirates coming towards the door. Truk has just been knocked back by Calamity pushing this table forward towards the door. It has knocked over a few pirates, but also knocked Truk off of his feet because he was dancing on their skulls. I'd just like to throw it out there yeah. that an endless stream of pirates is my wife's dream. Really? Oh, my gosh. Okay. And if I'm off my feet, it's probably even better. <laughs> a glimmer into the life of... 
And this, this big room that people enter in um, it is lightly furnished. There's a counter, a big table in there. Um, anything else, really? JJ, um, I mean, uh, there, there's like abacuses and okay. with abacusi. So being a merchant guild, it's mainly based around come in, do your transaction, and head back out. So I don't see anyone that could appear to be a wizard or anything. Someone that's going to sling magic at us. Let us do a discern realities. What you are doing literally is taking a moment to examine your surroundings. And there's a basic move sheet there. If you don't have one, Brick can hand you one. Roll my 2d6. And you add your wisdom modifier to a discern realities. So I see a 5 and a 3, which is 8, plus my wisdom, which is 1. So that's a 9. All right. And now on discern realities, on a 7 to 9, you get to ask me one of those questions. And normally what we do is we try to stay close to them. But if you are specifically looking for a wizard, that can what easily be taken. What should I be looking out for? Yeah, it can easily, mm-hmm. easily be taken as an answer to several of those questions. Towards uh, halfway through the stream of red and orange, you see somebody dressed in a robe of red and orange, where everyone else is clearly dressed as a Shiver Me Timbers pirate. So I think that my bandmates can take care of the <laughs> low-level... It's literal for me. Yeah. Low-level um, pirates. I think they can't, they've shown a history of being able to handle that sort of melee action. I'm going to focus on that wizard. And Only I'm, one of us had melee action against the pirates. Well, I'm talking in yeah, the past. Still, yeah, Our experience to date has shown me that you guys can pretty much handle yourselves <coughs> against that. It's when we run up against magic users that it's been a, a problem. Uh-huh. That's what I was going to aim for anyway. So I'm going to go target that wizard. And what you want to do? And I'm going to target him with... Let's try... Let's see if we can hold person. Let's dust that bad boy. You want to try it? This one. Uh, All right. So for I can see him, right? Yes. Or her. It's, it is a male. Choose a person I can see until you cast a spell or leave their presence. They cannot... Act except to speak these effects and immediately if the immediately if the target takes damage from any source. So with that, you are going to roll to cast a spell. That's two d six plus your intelligence modifier. Flipping pages. Flipping pages, yo. Oh, for crying out loud! That's a six. Seven. No, seven. Is it seven? It's a seven. You got a plus three. Yeah, I took the sixteen to a. 18. Okay, all right, cool. Well, there you go then. You are able to cast the spell. However, because you have a 7 to 9, you have to pick one of those things from the 7 to 9 list and tell me which one it is so I can give you the answer on the result of your spell. Let's go draw unwelcome attention. <laughs> they always do. Cool. So what is it when you, the hold person, what is it they can't do again? Read that spell. So with hold person... They, until I cast a spell or leave their presence, they cannot act except to speak. Okay. And it ends immediately if the target takes damage from any source. So <coughs> the hold person spell hits Fred, the wizard, and he immediately shouts, get her. Fantastic. And they all turn to face you. Eek! You can't really <laughs> point though, so. Yeah, but she's the only her. You're not even out there yet. I'm out there. We haven't even gotten to you yet. yet. We hadn't even gotten to you yet. 
She ran out, saw the wizard, and cast attacking. a spell. They do. Spent a lot yeah. of time attacking. Metals. I'm gonna start taking it personally. <laughs> you know how when we were looking at the presentation a minute ago, and he was like, "They have a new wizard," and I was like, "That's what we aim for." That's what they do too. It happens. So Elena is, can step out there mm-hmm. after hearing perhaps Fred say, "Get her." Not nobody. Put, nobody puts baby in a corner. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Sorry for those listening. We are pouring is, some more vodka as if we need any more alcohol. Is um, what? Everything is available. Geoff, the world is your is oyster. Geoff in here? Do you know what he even looks like? Other yes. than what yes. you were described as he has a cutlass. I think it might be more up tall, to Calamity to point him out. Calamity. He's a tall, <laughs> dark, handsome man. Yeah. So that's where um, I wanted to talk to you because I'm not sure what this quest is. So Ah, damn it. That's my, my mistake. We were supposed to come up with your quest before we started. Yeah. So, so let's do this quickly. Discover the, the truth paladin. of pirates and then choose up the two boons, an yeah. unwavering sense of direction to the leader. Okay. And invulnerability to edged weapons. Ha <laughs> ha, you're funny. Um... All right, so then you have to, um, uh, and just for those listening, we're going through the quest, which is a starting move for the paladin. JJ has picked his quest, what he set out to do, and two boons for that quest, and I now get to pick what he has to do. Um, Because of what got you here, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say you are now bound by honor and truth. So while you are on this quest, you must be truthful and honorable. All right. All right. Is Elena asking? That was my question. What's that? Uh, Specifically, let me tell you what the the keywords are here. It says forbidden, cowardly tactics and tricks. Now that's open to interpretation, of course. And then for truth, forbidden is lies. So he can't lie while he's on this quest. Or he just gives up his boons that he yeah. he gave. Um, so is Elena asking Calamity to point out? Yes. Um, Jeff is not here, but he's not far away. Okay. He's outside. Joff is somewhere nearby. Joff. I would like to, in some way, aid Truk in getting outside faster, since he seems to be the closest to the door. Uh, Truk is near the door. Mm-hmm. Is Truk looking to get outside? I mean, have the conversation. I mean, this is Dungeon World. We're not limited to a, mm. a second worth of interaction. Have okay. the conversation. Um, he said we should go for the leader. He's not inside. Can you get out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's what I want to do. In order for Truk, if Truk is indeed going to get up and run outside, Elena can get over there and try to fend off some of the pirates. So Elena would have an aid okay. role to Truk's Defy Danger. And I'm uh, assuming that's going what to be a defy that? danger with a dexterity. Now, she needs mm-hmm. to aid you before you roll because you will add what she has okay. to your roll. What do I, I roll? The thing I just rolled? <laughs> it kind of negates her ability to assist you. You didn't so roll anything be, when you talked Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Let, uh, let, uh, let's uh, be, because she is I'll trying to 12. help you. So she's going to try and help you so then you can do it. Okay. I just want to make sure that. I mean, her efforts aren't negated. What do I roll to You are rolling to aid, which is aid or interfere on the basic move sheet, okay. bottom right. You roll plus the amount of bonds you have with that other character. Okay. 
So in so this case, it would be one. It's still just a two d six. Two d six. Every time you see the word one. roll plus, it's two d six plus. All right, so that's seven plus one is eight. Eight, and tell me what it says there. On a seven to nine, you also expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. All right, but you're giving him a plus one to his roll. Mm-hmm. So now, yes, Kurt, we can take your roll. I just didn't want to talk about it before she rolled. Okay. Okay. So, my, so your roll still comes out to a 12 then, right? Yeah, my roll was 10 on the dice plus yeah. two decks plus okay. one from her. So, so you succeed, but the point of her helping was to get in there to make sure that you were more assisted, aiding you to get out. Okay. And in doing so, um, she does expose herself to uh, attacks from the pirates. Uh, and that is happening. There are uh, a couple of pirates who, are, who have now, uh, Truk has stepped outside of the building, and mm-hmm. there are a couple of pirates who are now focusing their attention on Elena, but there are, the rest of them are heading towards Nestleus. What does Calamity do? Uh, Calamity is you going to... You have two to... people here under, uh, uh, under sword point. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to protect Nestleus for the moment. Do you um, actually want to use the protect? That is a, uh, I think it's guard, technically. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, let's do that. It's under the basic move sheet. I think it's the bottom right, uh, bottom First, left. Sorry? Defend? Defend, that's the word. So there, those are all copies of it there, too. So I printed enough for each person to have one. Okay. But defend allows you, like it says, it allows you to do things specifically. If something bad were to come upon her, you can do something about it. Did he just take yeah. that from you? <laughs> no, I want to. Can, uh, is it possible to use "I am the law" Thank you. to tell them to ignore Nessalus? It is, but it, it is. It, it's a different approach. So with defend, you can stop them. With um, "I am the law," you could incite them. So it's up to you how you handle it. Yes. Yeah, so so basically, to, which one? I'm going to tell them to leave this place. Okay. Leave so let's do place. that. So it's a roll plus your charisma. For the paladin starting move, I am the law. You won't mess around no more. That was an old song. Sorry. Oh, Suicide right. That's a 10. The Judge Dredd song in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a 10. Um, they choose one. They will choose to back away cautiously for now. Better run. The ones... All of them or the ones outside? The ones that are currently headed towards Nessalus because he was saying he was going to defend her. Yep. Sound, sound right? Okay. Yep. Now, on a 10 plus, the next thing you do, you get a plus one against them. Okay, cool. Okay. But for now, they stopped approaching Nessalus. However, they did not stop approaching Elena. You have mm-hmm. swords being swung at you. Mm-hmm. Truk is outside. Nessalus is being defended by Calamity's strong words. What are you doing about these swords that are about to hit you? Um, I guess trying to defend myself as best I can. Are you trying to attack them as well, or are you just defending yourself? So are you defying I danger so you don't take damage, or are you going to try and hurt them as well? I guess defy danger. I want to... I'm sorry, I guess I had this played out in my head a little bit differently. Well, say what, what you happened. had played out. In my head, what happened rules. was yeah. I feel like I bent down to help... Truk up because he had fallen, and in trying to help him up, I slipped and was on the ground. Okay. Um, I want to, therefore, get back up while avoiding being hit, but not attack back yet. Okay, then that so, would definitely be a defy, defy danger, danger, and it sounds like dexterity. Okay. If you're just trying to avoid being hit, that's quick moves on your feet. Um, 
And I had a question, but I forgot it. Okay. Well, you're not taken by surprise, just so you know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they didn't. They, I guess technically they got the drop um, on the group, but they didn't attack first. They just showed up before you wanted them to. Would you say that I successfully aided Truk? Yes, you did. You had then a successful aid. Do I get of him. the plus one forward? Yes, you do. Or do I have to specify that I am taking that move? Nope. Plus one forward is automatically. That happened because you aided him. Okay. Okay. So the rule only happened because of what your character's action was. Okay. Now you have so that plus one to this rule. Plus one plus one for my decks. Yeah. So that's two plus plus seven is nine. Nine. Okay. So you are going to take partial damage. Roll a d8. And we are going to cut that in half. Mm-hmm. And then minus <laughs> your armor. So one damage. You can't, go, you can't get away with zero damage. Okay. But you'll take one. You rolled a one. It could have been more. Okay. So the, you get a, a couple of cuts and bruises, perhaps, as you're getting up and they're swinging at you, and you're just trying to avoid them, maybe bang against a door frame or something like that. Truk, you're outside. There is the held wizard, and farther back, there is this larger-than-everyone-else pirate who looks like what, JJ? What does Joff look like? Um, the thing that I would distinguish him the most is the, uh, the uh, large-brimmed hat with a bandana tied around it. Okay. So as long as the and his cutlass, of course, is larger than everyone else's, and it has a couple of extra chips in it to show that he's in a lot of battles. As long as the wizard is he- doesn't take damage, he's held, right? Um, as far as do we you want to ask Nessalus? <laughs> mean, I mean, you, I mean, I could see this being a very logical question because you've seen her um, with the shadow demon. Uh, hold the whole person on that, and while it was being held, nobody attacked it, and as it was trying to go away, it got bitch slapped into hell. Um, but it, it's perfectly reasonable for you to ask. Right. Why don't I just yell at Nessie as I'm running? Leave the wizard? Question mark. <laughs> He's sending you a Leave text. Leave the wizard. He's sending you a text. And grammatically she's either going to say no, punch him in the face. Or... Nobody touch the wizard. I'll deal with him. Right. So there you go. I'm so. I'm going to have to ask you some questions here, but you know, in my D and D character, do. I'm now super fast, yep. and I don't take fall damage and all this yep. stuff. Are we going to kind of translate that with my monk here? Uh, depending on what it is you're trying to do, um, falling will probably turn into a defy danger, and if you're successful, then your monk stuff kicks in and you don't take the damage. But if you're if you fail completely, you might break an arm on the way down, that kind of thing. But it depends on what it is. What does the story well, dictate? Right. In so this the reason case? I ask is I think. The cutlass guy. Yeah, it sounds like he's a ways away, but I was up to like fifty feet on average. Of speed. Oh, you can reach him. Okay, so in that case, everybody was coming to kill you. Right. I'm gonna fly by okay. the wizard. Yeah, and then I am going to try to attack cutlass guy with the goal of disarming him. So, so as it sits, he has his pirates around him. So he has his personal guard, if you will. You will need to get past them to him. So you will need to to get past their swords in order to hit Joffrey. So what I would envision is, I don't know how much I can do on a turn, but I'd envision coming in, Trug is very, very fast. Yep. And he's going to come in with basically a back fist to one guy, a back fist to the other guy, and then some type of disarm move on the cutlass guy. A forward if, foot if, to his vice. If he can do that. Back fist, back fist, and a disarm if he can do that in one move. So here's what I want to do then. You're going to use a defy danger followed by a hack and slash. All 
Alright, defy danger. Defy danger to get past oh, them. Yeah, what's the modifier on that? Uh, it is um, the way you were describing it. I'm going to call it strength because you were trying to push them out of the way yeah, in order um, to get to the other guy. I think it's fair to say that I failed that. I'm going to okay. mark an experience. Mark an experience, three. as in Dungeon World, when we get a six minus, you mark an experience. It is how you get more experience for your character. And maybe you'll learn from this experience in that. As you get closer and you swing your fists, they throw their bucklers up and you, you um, bash your hand on one of the spikes of the bucklers and Ow. you will take a D4 of damage. Right, so I would envision that as I underestimated the guard. Yeah, they and got their guard up quickly. Ha, 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 ha. So I take two, two damage. Minus so armor. you will take that. Minus armor. Um, we're not going to count armor on this one. Just take the two damage. Two. Right. I, I actually, instead of doing the D8 and having it and all that stuff, I just had you roll a D4 and we'll take that damage straight up. Okay. Um, so that happens and they're able to push you back. So you are now still outside of that maybe seven, eight foot perimeter they have around Geoff. Now back inside, as that's going on, Calamity I'm sure would have seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and Nestleus would have seen that. What was Nestleus's next move against the wizard? He, he is glaring at you with all the hatred a wizard can muster. Bring it on, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so really, She's what I feeling would feeling very cocky right what, now. What would you do to the wizard, if anything? Because right. you would know, you would know your spell um, it would be negated with damage, right? Correct. So is she, which is why she guy? said, leave the wizard to me. Okay. Well, in hold person, if she casts something else, she also loses the Right. Spell. It depends on if it says for. it's on. You just said that. Uh, when you were reading it. It ends immediately if the target takes damage from any source. Right. Or it says, wait, 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 hold person. Until you cast a spell or leave their presence, they cannot. Exactly. So if you cast a spell. So my question to the GM is. My um, magic missile, i.e. Eldritch Blast... It's a spell. It's a spell. Yep. So there's nothing I can do other than continue to hold this dude. If you can throw one of your daggers. If you're considering magic only, then yes. But your character is more than magic, right? Oh, no. Maybe not a lot more, but more. Not much you more. Could be, That's right. She still has her daggers. Mm-hmm. You could be offering aid to other people, throwing your daggers at people who aren't, who aren't the wizard. The wizard. Um, you could even just go up and punch one of them in the face I if you want. Punch them in the face. Yeah. No, so not with think, that strength, think, mind let you. Think, let me think. Let me think. While you're thinking, calamity. What you? What are you doing here? So Elena is standing at the door, getting uh, cuts and bruises from the pirates. You're next to me, right? Truke is Truke is outside, bouncing off of Joff's I'm, guards, uh, and you are right near I the am door, maybe behind on that table, evicting these unruly tenants from my charter house. So Nessie would reach into her. Look pockets, I guess, yep. and say, "Here, Truk, these are my lucky daggers. I want them back." You mean calamity? Yeah, sorry, calamity. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the other, other truth. The other Here, calamity. These are my lucky daggers. I want them back. Take out the pirates. Make sure that nobody touches the wizard. Okay. There you go. Bash. And what's kind of neat to me uh, as a dungeon world idea. Um, you throwing the daggers are way more effective than her throwing the daggers because mm-hmm. you're much better at it. Um, if you choose to do that, of course. So, yeah, I'm, I want to uh, continue to muscle these people out of the storeroom, out of the okay. charter house. So the ones that had kind of paused that were looking at Nessalus 
are starting to like back out past mm-hmm. Elena. Uh, they look like they're looking out at uh, Jeff, Jeff outside uh, to, to find out what's up with him. Maybe he needs some help. So okay. that, that, I mean, technically that's the other half of them backing away cautiously from your I am the law. And now they're going to find something else to do. All right. Um, you said I got a group of them that come out, and then there was a group around Elena. They are just ones at the door, ones you didn't knock over with the table. Uh, okay. They're just standing at the door. They all still want to come in. Um, their initial target was you, but then, well, wizard. So, yeah, I'm going to charge the door. Yep. And, uh, again, with the, with the idea of pushing them out. So it is going to be like a full-on bull rush okay. with my shield out in front and, like, slam into them. So what I want to do then is give Elena the opportunity to aid you because she's right at the door. Okay. As yeah. Calamity charges charges forward, are you going to try you, and You hear, incoming! incoming. Probably, probably some kind of neat little hurdle over the table. So... Try to get through there. So you have a bond with Calamity, yes. right? Yes. Seven. A seven. So you will help him by giving him a plus one, but also expose yourself to some danger here. The way you've described it, JJ, I'm going to call this a defy danger with constitution. You oh. don't want them to hurt you, but you are going to bowl through them with your bulk. Okay. Right. And so I'm going to roll my 2d6. I got a 7 on the dice, plus 2 constitution. That's 9. Plus her 1. Exactly. So that turns it into a 10, which Elena, uh, the way that um, mm. Britt had uh, described her character to me, also mentioned Meat Shield. This is a good example of that. You've exposed yourself to getting hurt so he can be completely successful. Yeah. In this case, you will do the same again as he's pushing forward and you're trying to get people in front of him you're having to push against pointy bits like swords and stuff mm-hmm. in order to do it yeah um that is going to cause you some damage again so we're going to do what i did with kurt you're just going to roll a d4 and take that much damage okay and this is kind of self-inflicted as you are pushing and them that does not don't don't even count armor don't count yeah, armor. it's just okay. easier at this case we'll just do a, a d4 and take that much damage and um, Calamity is successful in pushing everyone that was inside of the Charter House out into the street. So this is now a street fight. Okay. Street fight! Street fight! Truke! You're out there. What's going on now? You have, they, they are keeping you at bay. Right. I would say even easily. These are definitely skilled warriors. Right, so they... I underestimated them, but not foolishly. I mean, they were just better guards than I thought they were. Yeah. So I'm still up front with them, currently by myself. So I'm going to... Yeah. Now, everyone else is 20-something feet away, and, and there is still 10 to... I'd say, uh, uh, putting a number on it, we've got Jeffrey, the wiz- uh, Jeffrey and Fred the Wizard, and then we've got probably uh, about 12 other pirates. Right. So, so you've my, got plenty going on. I'm tempted to retreat and, and yeah. get with my colleagues, but instead I'm going to... So I basically just bounced off of them. We're still in motion, mm-hmm. and I'm going to spin around backwards as fast as I can, draw my staff off of my back, because I, I, I wear my new staff slung across my back, okay. um, which is the branch from Frederica, which is very powerful. And I'm going to draw that off and try to do a, a spinning sweep with the staff okay. to take basically the feet of the guards out from under them. Okay. So I'm not trying to kill them. I'm, trying, yep. but I'm basically trying to sweep around and hit as many of their feet as I can, which if was successful, they would fall and yep. would open up the head 
countless pirate Well, let's find out. That sounds like dexterity to me. Mm-hmm. You are going to try to not have them hurt you while you are tripping them. So right. defy danger with dexterity. Right. Which should work because I'm going low. So unless yeah. I roll horribly, it should be a fairly safe move. Let's see. Eight plus nice. two is ten. Ten. All right, so that happens. And perhaps what the, has distracted them slightly, allowing you to perform this nearly flawless sweep, is uh, Jeff turns at the commotion coming out of the door and points at Calamity and says, that's him. He must pay. Oh, son of a bitch. And as he's saying that, maybe the, uh, some of the guards are turning and you just get right in there at exactly the right time and you, you sweep under the feet of three of them. Right. And his, uh, his like, right flank is now open, if you will. Right. And so I've swept them. I'm in yeah. my down low defensive move. And if I have a second... Yeah. I'm going to just yell to Nessie. Yeah. Now's the time because he's open or, or okay. partially open. Fred is. Uh, Jeff. 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 Is. Jeff. The, the pirate leader. Let, I, Jeff. If I were you, which I don't know how well I can communicate this, but he's, fuck the wizard, blast this dude. You, say, you would say, <laughs> I, I think you yeah. would say, fuck the wizard, blast this dude. Okay. But I'm a monk, so I would probably say something like, ah, oh, grasshopper, Forget focus, the focus your energy <laughs> on the powerful one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but to her, that would be the wizard. Well, that, it could to be. To me, that would be the wizard. It, it very well could be. Because that's all I see right now. He's a, he's a fledgling wizard. He's but, a little. But now it's like, so she. Yeah, I mean, wizard. probably not anymore, <laughs> but. Not oh, a badass. She's a hot 19-year-old tiefling warlock now. Exactly. I moved she's like 17. On. I no. moved on from my training bra. I have my big girl bra. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Um, nice. Hearing that, yeah. she would say, all Take right, Chuck, I'm going to listen, hike up her bra, and say, all right, so she's going to drop, hold person on the wizard, mm-hmm. and fireball Jeffrey. Oh, snap. That's our first fireball. Truk's right there, too, so let's see what happens. It's all right, Truk's got a lot of hit points. Well, I can, fire, I can <laughs> fireball Dre- Jeffrey... But Fireball does 2d6 to things in the area, okay. nearby. Right, it's Fireball. Now, he told you to do it, so go. It'll right. be the guards and Fireball, and uh, Jeff and True. Yeah. Yep, let's blow. Let's blow this thing. Let's, let's see what blow. happens. You blow first. I blow first? Go for it. So I rolled 2d6? Yes, you do. Always. Plus your intelligence modifier. Oh, fuck yeah. There's okay. a 11 on the dice right <laughs> okay. there. So you, you super succeed. Now here's, a, here's something you can do. This is where we can look at that move, the advanced move of Empower Spell. Or Empowered Magic, sorry. On a 10+, plus, you have the option now that you could maximize the spell's effect, which in this case would be full damage, or you could double the amount of targets, meaning... and the way I play that is with a fireball, you essentially make the radius a lot larger. Bigger. No, let's maximize center. And you don't on have to. Jeffrey. If you do, then you have to pick something from the seven to nine list as well. And you don't have to do it. Is the seven to nine list of casting a spell like drawing the unwanted attention to no. yourself. Oh, right here. Cast a spell. Got yeah. it. So you'd have to draw unwanted attention to yourself, take a negative one ongoing for casting, or forget the spell, or just let it cast as is. All right, so where we're sitting right now, so there's a mag- yeah. magnificent fireball emanating yeah. from And it's going to be a little bit of hands. a curveball because it's going to go out the door and maybe to the right and go to where Jeff is. Oh, I imagine. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Before you cast. Did you mute your microphone, Kurt? Before you cast. There you go. Have I lost all of my self-healing monk traits from D&D? 
Right now, we have not accounted for that yet. So here's how I kind of picture it, right? So I cast, you'll have a, you'll I'm going to burn, I'm going to burn. You'll have a healing potion and bandages to heal, but... We'll take yeah, care of you. Yeah. We'll, we'll take care of you, boo. Don't worry. All right. So um, I would imagine she would have cast told persons, walked to get... So it's like, you know, battle of the minds between her and this wizard. She's yeah. been like giving him the stink eye. He's been giving her a dirty eye look on the way back. She sees all this unfold. She sees Chirk do his massive maneuver where he just truke do his massive maneuver not to rock dino hunter mm-hmm. knock off knock down all these pirates he yeah. turns around and says get him get him forget the wizard get him and then kind of like the sea parting she sees jeff in front of her yeah right she she says fine drops hold person fireballs does amazing stuff because your diary has been working with her on this spell. Okay. For months. For months. For months. Because, you know, the last one that she tried where she tried to control people with Elena and the monastery, that still kind of bothers yeah, so her. Tricky, yeah. So she's been focused on her on her focus magic. Does her fireball. I kind of see this, like, as soon as she lobs it, it's, like, awesome. She knows, yeah, this yeah. is a home run. Cool. So now she's going to intensify. Okay. Instead of increasing the radius, she sees that people are kind of kind of close together. Yep. She's going to intensify it on Jeff and whoever is a- directly around him. <laughs> Duck! Yeah. Be damned. So it's kind of like, a, yeah, it's like a <laughs> giant. Truke, duck. She's yep. going to crispy this guy. I'm okay. pretty dexterous, though. Do I get yep. a save in Dungeon World? It's not necessarily a save, but we'll we'll see if you're about to die first. Okay. So I would think that I would get yeah. to make some type of acrobatic move away as I see this coming. But if you, to if you saw it coming. Well, well I called to her and said attack. He's yeah. on the floor. He's yeah. like attack. Mm-hmm. So can she focus on Jeff? Well, yes, but your fireball still explodes. Yeah, it does explode. Yes, and hits everything nearby. All right. So and he can't be there without being nearby. I don't know. And, you know, she's just going to take something from the bat list. Go for it. Let's do... Um, Let's not do True Gets a Sin Scrotum. Draw, draw, <laughs> we'll just draw more unwelcome attention. Okay. Sounds Go good. Go for it. So As if you, they don't already notice you. You've cast this spell. Oh, but now I'm, they're going to. more of a now, badass. a fireball is 2d6 damage, which ignores armor. However, you're going to do 4... I'm sorry, you're going to do the full amount of 2d6. So you're going to do 12 damage to uh, Jeff and everything nearby. Eey. Yes. Sorry. What does that mean to Truk? He's dead. No, no, no. <laughs> Not nearly. No, no, no. Truk's pretty strong because I've got the fighter base. Yeah. So um, I've still got, after, after my prior hit and that, 12 hit points. Okay. Um, what, am, what, what do you actually have as a maximum? I'm curious. 26. 26, okay. Because it's 10 um, plus con, and my con is at 16. Okay. So that, when the fireball goes off, um, the truke definitely gets singed. However, the pirates in the area, including Jeff, are just screaming or just falling to the ground, smoldering. And it's, it's a pretty... Um, effective. De- effective. It's, it's a devastating sight. It's probably the, the brightest ball of fire you have ever seen. It burns intensely for moments and leaves that spot in front of your eyes. And there's like a silence falls, yes. and all you hear is ee. It's well, like it's like the fire burned away sound. Well, and 
even though I'm definitely still standing, I'm I'm bloodied. I'm bloodied. so like anyone who can do anything quickly to keep me from burning all over, <laughs> please do. Calamte, please and go check Elena sees the wizard Fred. Fred is now chanting something and wiggling his fingers at Nessalus. No. Yes. Not my baby girl. I'm gonna tackle him. Okay. <laughs> So are you going to hurt him or just like knock him over? I mean, uh, is this a hurt him? Uh, it's not. It's a hack and slash. Throat hurt punch. So and you are drawing your sword uh, and slashing at him. Yes. Hurt and knock him prone if possible. Okay. Damn it! Just go. I think <laughs> Mickey. Mickey just wrote. I have to pee. Kurt just stepped out to pee. I have to pee. Mickey has to. Everyone has to pee. So we'll be taking shifts here to All finish right. out this episode. I'm sure. So I'm sorry. You said. Hack and slash. This is going to be a hack and slash. If you intend to hurt, it's yes. going to be a hack and slash. If you intend to do something else, it is nearly always a defy danger. Okay. In this case, if you want I to I want do to any try damage, to hurt and knock him prone. So you will charge forward with your rapier and your shield drawn. And yep. It's actually a long sword now. Uh, the, your long sword okay. here. So it's a plus. It's plus my strength plus the plus one because my last roll was to assist... Yes. Him, and I did that successfully. Yeah, so you have a plus three to this roll. So plus three yeah. to... A four. A four. Seven. Uh, that's a success. That's a seven. However... You got some experience. Deal deal damage. Okay. Uh, six minus is experience. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. So deal your damage, which okay, is damage your damage first. die. Okay. That's uh, this one. Six. Nice. Wait, okay. do I add anything to that? No. Okay, six. Um... So you deal six damage to him as his spell gets off, and um, the uh, effect appears mm. to be a little wobbly. It's, he casts technically a magic missile, and his magic missile is actually a sculling crossbones that flies through the air because he's a practicing pirate. Thank you. <laughs> and, and the skull and crossbones kind of splits in half right before it reaches Nessalus and will only do 1d4 damage. Which so ignores, you want me to roll that? Yeah. Which ignores armor. Four. So you Ooh. take Nestlis will get hit with the... Was it, did you get hit with the skull or the crossbones? The what skull. It? The skull. So you get hit with this magical... Uh, uh, if, if it were possible, apparently it's a glowing black. Um, if you can make that black That suits glow. my mood. He does, yeah. Um, so you get hit by that. And um, what's uh, Calamity up to at this point? See, clearly the wizard is freed now. Jeff is screaming, burning. Half of the pirates are dead on the ground from the fire blast. And Truk probably has several wisps of smoke coming up from the f- few bits of clothes that he has. Mm. Um, <laughs> He's got an <laughs> eyebrow yeah. I Calamity. Red. Um, on the seven to nine, he should have made an attack back against me. It was her. Her, so you. The me. spell was already in progress to her. Okay, so he can't. So his his spell went off, but you reduced it by half. Okay. He wasn't attacking you anyway. He got to make his move, so to speak. So calamity, since he is part of the city guard, and the city guard protects their own. Yeah. Um, he wants to uh, call upon them to help the, help with the situation. The city guard themselves. Yep. So they're going to bring innocent probably, people in on this. They're probably starting to show up. Okay. Um, how would you convince them to help? Because they might not, the locals might not know you. You've talked to the people in charge, right? The, the so head. I will hold up the, um, 
the the sheriff's badge or the constabulary yeah. badge, and um, I will I will yell out to them that the uh, the pirates have come to plunder my um, booty trading yeah, my, my booty <laughs> my trading station, and I need help with repelling them. Okay. Um. What would this be? I, it almost sounds like you want to use the "I am the law" move. Well, we, I, I'm not using Again. "I am the law" because I've already. What would you want to do? I'm, it's a it's a basically a parlay. Okay. But um, what is it that you have that they want? What leverage do you have over them? Because it sounds like you're telling deputized. them to that, that you. we are deputized. That we are part okay. of the city guard. So you're you're using. I'm using the star as the proof. New okay. status. Understood. Though, go for it. Let's get a roll there. But because I did use the "I am the law," I have a plus one going forward. Yes, you do. Yeah. So, it's this plus three, and that is a nine plus three. Twelve. Okay. These dice, these, these that's dice working are, well for you, right? All right. So they they do draw their swords. Um, they remember most of Wint is dwarves. Yeah. So they are dwarves. They draw their short swords, and a couple of them have battle axes. And it looks like you're getting um, four guards joining in with you. Okay. And they're charging forward towards the pirates. Right. So the city guard are dwarfs? Yeah, pretty much the whole city is run by dwarfs. Remember? Yep. Yeah. Okay. With the elementals? Yeah. The elementals hang out by the docks, by the way. So they're not in the city, because they would be setting everything on fire. Hmm. Yeah. Going to set the place on fire. On fire. All right. So, so Truk, you are smoldering. I'm smoldering. There Just are now dwarves running to join the fray on your side. What are you going to do? The pirates don't appear to be coming after you right now, but yeah. they're still... Like, the wizard just cast his skull and crossbone spell at Nessalus. And um, Joff is uh, apparently getting over his initial burns, but hasn't done anything yet. I guess... <coughs> Pardon me. Um, I'm very tempted to retreat, given my condition, but I think I'm going to try to make one more aggressive strike against Joff and then immediately disengage and come okay. back towards Nestle's. Now, uh, I want to make one point that earlier in the uh, war room, in, in the uh, conference room, if you will, uh, uh, Calamity had mentioned that he wanted to try and enlist the pirates as a merchant marine. Um, I, oh, I, no. want, I want to bring that up again to, to remind you guys whether you want to kill them or not, or just you know, get them to surrender, bargain with them, whatever it is. Remove the leadership. Then you want to take, you okay. want to take the leadership out. Okay, that, and that's why I just want to clarify for me and for you guys the next steps. So my understanding was so you go after Jeff. we kill or disable Jeff and the wizard, and then we yeah. take the rest. Okay. So, so go straight up at Jeff. There's nothing in your way now. Right, so I'm going to try it's to do still a one hack and slash. single strike at his neck. A, yeah. two, a double fist or double, like, knife hand to his neck, and then, but also with the goal of immediately disengaging and running if I can. Okay. So, so the start will be a hack and slash. Hack and slash. So you're going to attack Holy him. Holy mother of Mary. What'd you get? Three plus zero. Twice well, in No, a you have, uh, you use dexterity for your hack and slash. Three plus two. Well, I mean, you still failed, but it's not plus zero. <laughs> 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 All right, so you mark an experience. As you get up to him, he gets his sword up just in time to stop you, and two of the pirates that remain come in behind you, and he slashes forward with his notched cutlass. And he hits you for a D8 of damage. As he should, if I'm that bad. Five. And you can subtract your armor this time. 
Okay. Because so I did the, the D8. Right, so I'm not using my staff, so my armor's only okay. one, so I will take four. And I'm down to eight. Ow. So what I want to do here is... I'm going to step out for a moment. JJ, if you would have the conversation with Elena and Truk briefly about what the next steps are. Okay. And uh, who should be doing what to whom in order to fulfill your desired goal of profitability. So essentially what I, what I want to happen here is uh, Truk, retreat. Uh, let, let me lay on hands. And then um, to Elena... I tell you to uh, smother, smother the um, uh, the the wizard's face so that he can't cast anymore. Shove your fist down his throat, um, and then to the city guard, I'm going to tell them to apprehend these criminals so that I can reform them. Okay, so I'm just disengaging. Yeah, disengage. So I need to- Roll anything for that? Uh, I don't know because I'm not the GM, but I will engage on you to bring the healing to you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attempt to lay on hands and pray for your well-being. All right. So let's see how. Roll. So that's eight plus two, ten. On ten plus, I heal one d eight damage. To me. To you, yeah. I heal one d eight damage on you. Five damage. So you heal five? I heal you for five. So I'm to 13? There you go. That is manageable. I can't remember. In Dungeon World, did we just heal on, like, end of session or rest? Or how does that work? I don't know, honestly. Um, so to Nestleus, I I tell you, um, good work on the, uh, on the leader of the pirates. Can you focus your energies back on that wizard now? I got this. So keep in mind that the wizard is um, underneath me. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, I think Elena is fisting him in the mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be fisting the wizard in the mouth. Nice. I like it. So I need something that's targeted. So Joe, right. now that you yeah, step back if in, if you were to do a um, quick recap of that last minute, I have told uh, Kurt to retreat, and yep. I approached him and used lay on hands. Okay. for him. And yep. I managed to cast successfully with a 10. Cool. These dice are on fire from you. Thank you very much. You healed me for five. For five hit points. And then right. I told Elena to focus her attention on the wizard to keep him from casting by shoving her fist down his throat. Okay. Um, I told the city guard to apprehend these criminals. Nice idea. Okay. And I told uh, uh, Nestlis to refocus her attentions onto the wizard. All right, so the guards at that point, let me let me play out the guards. They will start um, forcibly uh, detaining the, the pirates that aren't dead, and uh, they'll get them in their, their manacles, their handcuffs, and start um, rounding them up, putting them up against the wall of the building outside of the, uh, the, the guild, the, the merchant shop. Uh, gosh, the name was the Fires of Ascaranth, um, Merchant Charter house mm-hmm. that god that place they they get them they start rounding them up there as you guys are doing this and um elena will be right in the wizard's face already in fred's face so that part's easy what was nestle going to do next 
to refocus her attentions onto the wizard. By way of... All right, so where is Jeff right now? He's being... Uh, Jeff is being harassed by a burly woman with a longsword. Fantastic. I'm going to walk... About 20 feet from you, outside. I'm going to walk up to the wizard. You were the last one still maybe at the doorway of the shop. You're, you're right there. I'm going to walk up to the wizard. Okay. Can I do this? All right. Sure. So she's going you to... You can do it. Let's see what rules you invoke in doing she's it. She's going to walk up to the wizard and kind of manifest a fireball, kind of like on her palm above. So you can press to digitate easy. So you can fake yeah. it until you need to make it. There we go. So I'll, yeah. fa- I'll press to digitate like a fireball on yeah. her hand as she walks up to the wizard and just says... Do you see what I did to your friend? No. Do you want me to do the same to you? If you, if I were you, yeah. I'd turn myself in now and avoid future pain. Where's the tip of your longsword as this happens? Um, I'm just curious. But what assistance are you providing I, in the threat is what I'm asking. I mean, I, mean, I have them on the ground. Okay. Um, I have not yet actually, what did, what did she write? Uh, she wants to put fish on her bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I had not yet actually pulled out my sword for anything. Oh, because you started by slashing at him. You started with the hack and slash before. Yeah. Does that so necessarily I, mean that I attacked him? Well, the, I feel like I probably would have. You did, yes. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, with yeah. that. Yes. But you can do whatever you want. What I'm looking for here is when mm-hmm. we get to the point of a role happening, what are, what are we going to be using for the role? So far, I'm seeing it as um, Nestleus is threatening him. Mm-hmm. You were already physically harming slash threatening him. Mm-hmm. What is it that you are going to do to finalize this threat to solidify it so he understands you guys mean business? Slam his head in the ground. Okay. So... Um, I'm going to call that st- specifically a hack and slash. So we're going to do that as as Nestleus is providing her magical threat. Elena is going to slam his head into the ground mm-hmm. with a roll of 2d6 plus strength for a hack and slash. Hack and slash. And we will see how that works out by rolling dice Ooh, and having that's a number. 9 plus that 2 is. is 11. Okay. Let me forget math for a second. So it works out pretty well. So, Nestleus, he answers you by passing out. <laughs> Why do they always pass out when I play with them? <laughs> um, oh, dear. His consciousness is probably about six inches in the, in the road beneath his head at this point. Uh, as his head is slammed forcibly into the, uh, let's say it's a cobblestone street outside of the Merchant Guild. It would have to be some kind of hardened street to handle the traffic that goes by there. Yeah. Um, And that is going to get us to the point where we're wrapping this one up. But before we do that, I want to hear how um, we're going to try and get them on the side of the city mentioning the merchant marine the coast guard however we want to word it what are the steps to get them uh now that their boss is dead oh so fred fred is still well fred's there the wizard yeah, is still fred, there Fred's however, still alive however and so, since he was the not. since he was the last link in the chain of command i actually want to approach him with nestless's help um so that she can provide a little magical assistance with persuasion yeah a little, <laughs> little persuasion um, 
Because I believe she has a, a spell called Charm Person. I do. She does. Which would help with uh, persuasion, per- persuading him. And essentially what I want to do is I want to sit down and say that more money can be made legally than illegally. Okay. It, that's that's going to be the primary goal of my um, persuasive tactics. Um, okay. You know, they, a merchant marine is, uh, you know, if Wint is at war with any other of its neighbors, um, merchant marines are uh, legalized piracy. Yeah. Because you pirate for Wint. Okay. So that sounds good. And what we're going to do is I actually want to pick up our next episode with finding out the results of that because that's going to kick us into a new adventure. So for now, we're going to wrap this one up as our uh, Dungeon World campaign continues set in the world of Alamon. For this time, we will wrap it up saying... Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Love you. We finish up this session with a question lingering in the air. Will the pirates concede and serve Calamte and Wint? Listen in for the next episode as Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Britt, and Joe continue the campaign. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.